Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to the Umrapreneur podcast. I'm so, so excited for today's episode, guys. You won't believe how excited I am because I have with me today a very special guest. I know I say this every time, all right? Cut me some slack, but truly today is a very special guest. His name is Akbar Sheikh. He is the winner of multiple Two Comic Club Awards from ClickFunnels. He is a multi-seven-figure entrepreneur and he helps other entrepreneurs reach seven figures in their business with his make more give more philosophy. Everything that he does really has at its core and really something that I love and admire about you, Brother Akbar, is that at its core, everything that you do has that philosophy of making more and then giving more, that philosophy of philanthropy and really giving back to our community, our loved ones and those in need. So I'm really excited to dive into all of this and understand what fuels you, how you got to where you are today and what we can learn from your journey, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, welcome to the podcast. Wa alaikum aslam. And uh, it's really cool to say uh walaikum aslam i i don't know I, I i don't know how many podcasts i've done 100 over 100 <laughs> i really have no idea but this is the first time i get to say aslam alaikum on a podcast that it's uh pretty cool that's awesome man i'm so happy to hear bro and honestly i'm just grateful that you made the time to join me today because we are an up and coming podcast this hasn't really been done before in the muslim space like having muslim entrepreneurs shining a light on them and what they're doing and i truly like for myself looking back at when i was starting in my journey if i had something like this where i could you know look up to entrepreneurs like yourself get to hear an inside view on their experiences you know what it is that they've done to grow their businesses i would have been much further than i am you today and so I, it's, it's awesome you know what i love it man because the truth is like i don't have to convince any entrepreneur like you want to grow you want a shortcut to growth get a coach get a mentor right mm -hmm. and it's different like i mean i i don't know about you but i feel it right where it's like when i go to, i'll give you an example like you know i hired one mentor paid him a lot of money and we got comfortable with each other he was he started making fun of he, he was obviously i shouldn't say it but i guessed he was atheist because he was making fun of basically people who uh fall for he was making fun of people who like fall who like who like president trump and then who like believe in god mm -hmm. so like he was just making fun of certain and i was like oh, okay we're not gonna align here because like you know like my day-to-day -day, i i try to like run the principles that's like talk to me by god and like the prophet peace be upon him so it's like it's, there was not an alignment so like there's so many coaches and mentors and like just like people who are a lot of great people right but it's just like there's this other person i actually really like them but they're teaching you how to grow with like magic right um and there's other people who just like it's just they're it's just different right like for example they teach you, oh you want to grow your business okay you got to start offering financing well i'm like well i don't i don't believe in i don't believe in interest and they're, they're like what and it's like there's so many things like that do you know what i mean like we just we run i think muslim entrepreneurs we run let's just like speak the truth we run mm -hmm. on a different set of our our ethical compass is a little different mm -hmm. right um it's a little different and then you have like super christian you know like our, our brothers and sisters in christianity you have like different christian coaches and stuff like that like john maxwell and this and that but they're talking about you know Jesus Christ all the time being the Son of God, and they and they're trying a lot of times they're trying to convert you, um. So it's like it's un it's a little uncomfortable there. So it's like I really feel. Look, first of all, I I, I mean no one who knows what they're talking about is going to argue that you want to grow in business, you need a coach, you need a mentor. Mm -hmm. But then like finding one that aligns with you, man, it's 
like I've had difficulty with that, right? Like I've had a lot of great mentors. Honestly, they've done a lot of great things for me, but there was always that thing, right? Especially like you'll go like, you know, maybe they'll do like a little event at your house and everybody's drinking, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So it's like, I haven't had, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm envious, but it's going to be cool for like the future Muslim entrepreneurs out there who are actually, because like right now, bro, there, there are none. Like there, yeah. there's hardly any. Mm -hmm. like really like muslim you know coaches or mentors and stuff like that that's definitely going to change big time uh in the, in the in this year in the upcoming years so like the future muslim entrepreneurs like i see like right now because i've been in the online game for a minute bro and it's like you know i go to these conferences bro and it's like a sea of like um non-muslims right Yep. Correct. Only now it's starting to like you see. Oh, okay, wow, that hijabi's over there. Oh, wow, okay, that dude's over there. It's like mm -hmm. you see, you start, and, and they're winning awards, and that's like just now starting. So, like, I can see as black as white because I eat, sleep, and breathe this industry. Like that trajectory about like the population, um, you know, the 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 representation of Muslims in like the, especially the online entrepreneurial space. Like that's been like this and that's totally going to take off. So I think the future is really bright. And I think that you're definitely a pioneer and doing a really smart and really impactful thing here with this podcast. Jazakallah khair, man. I really appreciate you, bro. And, and yourself taking the time to join me today. I wouldn't be able to build this if it wasn't for people like yourself who selflessly give their time because we know yeah. well, it's very not, much it's as entrepreneurs. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, but not, we don't, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, it's not it's not that selfless right i mean most people come here because it's exposure like you know they build their audience and stuff so like yeah. you know it, and anyone like most people don't say no to like a decent podcast right but i mean like so it's not like i mean it's it's a win-win situation you know what i mean that's my goal that's my goal 100 percent. but i still like you know those people who believe in like the mission the vision that we're building and are like all right yeah. cool i'm ready to come here and support yeah. i mean to be honest because yeah. like let's be honest with you alhamdulillah we have a growing viewership but we're still not like at the level of like the Joe Rogan podcast or anything yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that you might be able uh, to yeah. go on, right? It's like yeah. we're not going to make you a million overnight, yeah. but at least we're going to try to help you spread your message and we're going to try yeah. to give some value to our listeners. I, um, I really think that yeah. this space, bro, the Muslim entrepreneur space is a sleeping giant, man, because mm -hmm. you've got honest, ethical, hard. I'll give you an example, bro. There was this guy who was a non Muslim, right? There's this company owned by a, a Jewish brother. And it was uh, it was called Pro Park, and mm -hmm. it was this company where he just these the, the, these Jewish brothers they owned a bunch of parking lots in Connecticut, and they noticed that like it's a tough business to keep track of cash. And this is back when I was a kid; like they didn't have like credit cards and all that; like everything was cash. Yeah. So they had a bunch of parking lot attendants. A lot of times, the parking lot attendants they'd pocket the twenty because there's no tracking system. Mm -hmm. So what this Jewish company did, they started hiring. They got wind of it somehow. But they started hiring a bunch of Muslims to be the parking lot attendants. They saw their profit skyrocket because nobody was stealing anymore. Mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying all Muslims are perfect and there's no Muslim thieves, but you know he found some good Muslims. He hired them, and it, and it, so it's like I'm telling you, this is a sleeping giant. I mean, take a look at bro. Take a look at Indonesia. Like people get shocked when I when I tell them this. It's like, what's the country in the world that has the most amount of Muslims? It's mm -hmm. Indonesia. I forget the number now, but I think, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's over like 200 million or 100, 200 million. I forget what it is. Yeah. Years ago, there were zero Muslims in Indonesia, right? Mm -hmm. And so how the hell did that happen? You know, how did, how did it go from no Muslims to like the number one country in the world as far as population of Muslims? The story goes that a handful of Muslim merchants moved correct. over there, migrated over there. Correct. 
from their you know aklak or their manners or their character or their trustworthiness or the way they dealt with business you know people just fell in love with them mm-hmm. and people actually just kind of like became muslim because like dude these people are like awesome they do such honest business they're like really cool people and you know like I mean, there's so many of us, right? There's over a billion, so not, you know, there, there's all different types, right? There's honest <laughs> ones, dishonest ones, and this and that. But the truth is, man, like, from from what I've seen, because I would, I would question, I'm like, dude, why am I the only brown dude around here? Like, I'm in the online space, right? I'm in the online, like, coaching space and stuff and websites and funnels and marketing and sales and offers and blah, blah, blah. Like, I help online businesses grow to seven, eight figures, right? No matter where yeah. they're at, even if they're starting at scratch. But the thing is this, I'm looking around and I'm like, Bro, like, why am I one of like the only brown dudes here? Certainly, and uh, one of the only guys with like a name like Akbarshay. And it was always kind of upsetting to me a little bit because I'm like, damn, dude, like this is such an awesome industry. Like, online business is because I come from a family, bro, of entrepreneurs. Like, my dad had eight brothers, seven sisters, all of them entrepreneurs, except for like uh, one brother that was a doctor, um, and maybe one that was a housewife. And now all of, all of their kids are pretty much entrepreneurs, except for like one lawyer and one doctor. So like I come from a family of many, many generations back entrepreneurs. And so I'm exposed to a lot of business models. I grew up in retail. Mm-hmm. I know retail, wholesale, real estate. Like I know a bunch of stuff and I was involved in a lot of stuff. And bro, like to me, the online business sector to me has been like the sexiest business model that I've ever been exposed to. As far as like, damn, dude, this is like really impactful. It's flexible. It's enjoyable. It's very yeah. profitable. I'm just like, man, we need more. We need more. We need more. More Muslims around here, man. And I think part of the reason for that is that there, it's like the you know you heard that story about the five minute mile, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. for those who haven't heard it, I'll just explain it real Please. quick. And it's like nobody ever ran the mile. Like you know, there's record books and stuff, Guinness World Records. Nobody ever ran the mile in less than five minutes, right? And like the, his, it was like a 50, 100 year history, whatever it was. You know, the fastest guy was five minutes and three seconds, whatever it was. So nobody really thought it was possible, right? Now, that's a key point. Nobody thought it was possible. One dude, I forget his name. Roger Bannister. Nice. Nice. Impressive <laughs> that you know that, bro. Very impressive. Nice. So he ran in, I, I don't know, four minutes and 58 seconds, right? He broke the five minute mile, right? So now a bunch of people saw, okay, wow, this is possible. And so like it went like a hundred years or whatever with no one, then one guy showed it's possible. And then like the next like 10 years had like 50 people break it or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. Similarly, like um, I'll give you another example. Like I had a buddy of mine, he had zero African American customers. Zero. He showed one testimony of an African American student uh who, who had some success in this program. Boom. Doors are flooded with African American customers because <laughs> that the, the 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 people whatever it is yeah. saw oh wait that, that's possible mm-hmm. right so now Muslims I think are slowly seeing that oh wait you know is this online thing real is this scam like I don't know but because you got to understand something like if you take a look at the history especially in America right like I am for the most part it's very historic yeah I am of the first generation ever born in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First ever generation of Muslims born in America, one, one, one you know, in, in, in a larger scale, right? For the most part, it's been immigrants. Like my parents immig- were immigrants coming here. For the most part, that's the case. Um, so you got to understand something. It's like a lot of people when they, when they're in that environment, they're and people migrate to different countries, 
well, the biggest reason is because they're looking for better opportunity. Things are not going so well in their homeland, so they're migrating or hijra or what you want to call it to get a better life. So they come with a certain mindset. Uh, a, a lot of the times they come in scarcity, right? Because they come from a lot of poverty. And they want to come here and be very careful. It's a new land. It's foreign. They might not know too many people. They want to be very conservative. So a lot of like people my generation, they grew up in that environment. So they're afraid to take chances, to, to start yeah. an online business, to start mm -hmm. an online business or whatever. Yeah. But that, that cycle is breaking now, man. So like the future yeah. of the Muslim entrepreneurs, especially in the online space, man, is is uh, for me i think really really exciting you know uh, just to comment on what you just said i had a call recently which to be honest i won't lie i actually walked away a little bit frustrated from because i spent about two hours with this guy like overcoming his limiting beliefs on yeah. you know like getting passed through that boundary and he was literally telling me himself like I've always wanted to start a business and my family, my parents would literally tell me like, yeah. you should get a job or a family yeah. of like job yeah. earners and like, this yeah. is what we do. And like yeah. a job is the safe route. And I'm like sitting there trying to help him overcome those limiting beliefs, spend two yeah. hours with the guy, uh, texts me like the next day. He's like, sorry, man, I'm not moving forward. And it's just like, yeah. oh, come on, man. you know, but yeah, it's I, like I see it. A, yeah. It's, yeah. Dude, like uh, it's so crazy, man, because like, I guess in the masjids and stuff, man, it's unfortunate. Like, I guess, I don't know. They don't like to mix uh money and, and and or they don't like to talk about money or business in their khutbas and stuff it's, mm -hmm. it's very unfortunate because you never really hear about it in the masjids but it's like dude entrepreneurship has such a rich history in islam yeah. the prophet peace be upon him himself a role model was a merchant mm -hmm. his wife khatija was a merchant merchant some of the most um beloved sahaba companions it's so weird for me to like say islamic terms like on a pot i've never done this before <laughs> i love like, it <laughs> yeah like the sahabas like they you know some of the closest ones were very wealthy um entrepreneurs there's such a rich history and you know like i, I i'm not a scholar i don't know if anyone can tell. i'm not an imam sheikh scholar nothing even close i'm a sinner but like you know there's hadiths that like say that like an honest merchant will go to heaven and and be this close with the prophet you know like mm -hmm. this yeah. uh you know, again, it's it's like I'm so, you know, it's, it's odd for me to say things like that because I'm not like a scholar or anything like that. But, um, but dude, there's it's a it's a rich uh, Islam really promotes entrepreneurship. I've done mm -hmm. a lot of research on this, man. Yeah, and so like it's going to be exciting to see, and it's happening now, bro. It's happening now. Like it's it's exciting to see that next wave of Muslim entrepreneurs. Yeah. I want to ask you because you're someone who has a lot of experience in entrepreneurship, not only in growing your own businesses, but helping other people grow theirs. What have you seen or, or what have you seen in your experience to be kind of like the winning traits or, or, or character profile of a successful entrepreneur? And how can we as Muslims try to embody that more to be successful in our own businesses, inshallah? Bro, for me, right? And it's interesting because I got a cousin who's like, you see, like I can't do a job. Like, I'm just not going to last. Like, I'm just not wired that way, right? So, like, if I don't make my business work, my family is going to starve, right? Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, my wife says, what are you doing today at work? I'm hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, the, one of, the number one thing I could tell people, like, I failed a lot in business uh, for many, many years. Uh, and there was a pivotal turning point in my life where everything changed. And that's when I was about to quit another business. It was like an online business selling um, digital franchises. Mm -hmm. And I was about to quit again because I'm working, 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 not making any sales, not making any money. And I look around me. I'm like, well, damn, dude, like all these guys are making it 
and they're no different than me. They're not really better looking or smarter or taller or shorter or like a better accent or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, they're doing it. Why can't I? Because, you know, a lot of us blame the system, the system, the system. But I was like, you know what, man? It, it can't be the system because all these guys are doing it. It's got to be me. So I went to my mentor. I changed, you know, I got to change my approach. But that moment right there, I'll never forget. I was in the mirror and I'm just like, I am going to make this. I, and I actually was like maniacally laughing because I had such a transformational moment because I said, I'm not going to give up. Like I've given up on so many other things. I said, I am going to make this work or die trying. Mm. And it was like that commitment. Yep. Where, where at that moment I had already succeeded because I knew I was like, I was so happy because I'm like, after so many years of failures, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to succeed. And for the first time, because a lot of people are like, we'll try it. I'll dip my toe. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Like that's not going to fly, bro. Like that's just not yep. going to work. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Like you got to be all in and fully committed. I tell people, quit your job. Like put yourself in. A, and, and look, bro, I sold my car to get into my first online business. You got to understand something like, most 99% of people don't do that. Well, 99% of people don't make it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that for me is a very, very uh, essential thing. That's powerful, man. That's the kind of that's the kind of determination and commitment it takes. And I think that's what a lot of people don't talk about is like, what is the level of just raw commitment that is required to really achieve in business, uh, achieve success in business? And, and one thing that I'm realizing more and more um as we see this and, and i think it's an advantage some people see it as a disadvantage but i'm sure you've noticed this as well is the the barrier to entrepreneurship is getting lower and lower but the requirements of excellence towards the marketing the ads the funnels everything you do is getting higher and higher because of the like the amount of competition in the space right like the, the amount of the level of execution required is increasing while the, the the barrier to entry entry is lowering, right? And so it's this interesting period right now that I'm noticing where we're having more entrepreneurs, but really the ones that make it are the ones that are truly all in, not only in their businesses, but investing in themselves, acquiring the right kind of skills to be able to succeed, learning about marketing, learning what it takes, putting the time in, and you know, putting in those those days and nights of stress and anxiety as you fail and yeah. fail before you yeah. succeed. That's yeah. the only way to make it. Yeah, man, absolutely. The there's just no other way. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, honestly, you know, I go, like I've said, I've been on a ton of podcasts and you know, they always ask me, they're like, bro, what's the number one book on business? And you know what I tell them? And they get shocked. I said, pick up any one of your holy books, pick mm -hmm. up the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, pick it up. That's going to teach you the best business practices. Because like, honestly, like it's all in there, bro. Like it even mm -hmm. says, in our teachings like we're even taught to give people contracts bro like it's it's like it's we're told to make contracts with people and and the past i haven't made contracts to people and i got screwed hard because yeah. of that so it's like you know um dude it's all there it's all there and it the hardest like you said bro the hardest thing and the most frustrating thing as as, 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 a, as, a, as a mentor is dealing with 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 really screwed up mindsets you know people have a lot of mind trash and they've been hardwired maybe from their family, maybe from their environment um, on that, like, they'll never make it in business. Like, I met this guy. I went to the ClickFunnels event. Um, he was the first ever Palestinian brother to attend a ClickFunnels event. 
His family was begging him not to get into business. His dad even said, if you become successful, I'll go dance on the streets. No, he, said, he said, I'll go dance on the streets naked. Like he was, making, he was basically <laughs> just like making fun, making, you know, poking fun at him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people go through that. And it's tough, man. It's really, really tough. I mean, the number one thing I could tell people, honestly, because I'm, I'm someone who's lost 60 pounds, um, and I can summarize a multi-billion dollar industry in one line. You want to lose weight, burn more calories than you intake. Mm-hmm. If you do that, it's scientifically impossible not to lose weight. Correct. Similarly, I find business to be the same. There's only a few things, right? There's there's mm. traffic, funnel website, and sales. Right? And I could dice that up in many different ways, but I mean, really, that's the three core components. It's very honestly, like, and this is a bold claim I'm making, but I mean, I, I consider myself a bit of an expert in this field. It is uh, scientifically impossible not to succeed. Uh, in, 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 in business, right? If you want it, uh, if you want it bad enough. And I know that's a really bold statement, but no one's really been able to, to, to counter that. That's a really interesting perspective. I want to dive deeper into what you just said, your framework, right? Because you're someone who at the moment, I think your main offer when I went to akbarsheikh.com, which you guys should all go on, especially if you're entrepreneurs already in business. I mean, you can let me know which, who is your target audience for this this new offer that you have of really helping businesses get seven figures. Who are you trying to reach? Well, bro, look, you know, seven figures is just a cute marketing thing that we say. I mean, yeah, okay, we've helped our clients collectively do over $50 million. Um, here's the thing, bro. We all have choices. A lot of us don't know this, but we have choices. We can do what we want to do as far as business. You don't have to uh, be in IT. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, right? So why do I do this? Because if you're good in business, you can do almost any business. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it just feels right. I believe that um, Allah gives everybody uh, gifts. Um, and I believe that everyone's gifted. So for whatever reasons, I, I'm good at like um, business stuff, like helping people grow, like giving them some strategy and, and giving, you know helping them grow. So I'm like, all right, man. Like, I don't really care about, like, you know, you see all these people, like, they, make, they got Lambos and this and that. And that's cool, man. I've got, you know, I had a Bentley and all that. But I don't really care. I used to live in an electrical closet and with no hot water, no windows, no showers. And I was happy, you know, back then, too. And honestly, sometimes, I, believe it or not, I miss those days, even though, like, you know, I got a mansion or whatever. But, like, I honestly sometimes miss those days. But I'm like, well, why do I want to help people make more money? Well, there's two reasons. Number one, I want to help people make more so they can give more to their families, communities, and favorite charities, hence making the world a better place. Because like I find, it, and, I, and I talked about this in my TEDx talk, that like the key to living is giving. Like Because you'll see a lot of rich people. I know, rich, dude, I've got rich friends who are suicidal. You know what I'm saying? Like like they're miserable. Like they're cheating on their spouses. Their spouses are cheating on them. They're, they, they hate their kids, but vice versa. They're miserable. They I got addiction problems. They got all the money in the world. So it's like money... I mean, it's like, you know, people have heard this over and over again. It's kind of cheesy to say, but that, like money doesn't buy happiness, but that they, so like what does? And I believe that giving actually makes you happier. So that's number one. Number two is that like, dude, another reason why I love entrepreneurs and like all due respect, like, and, and, and a lot of people are not going to like, well, I guess maybe not in this podcast, but I'm just going to be like really honest with you guys. Like, please go ahead. It's tough for me to like, you know, like, like you'll have some Muslim gatherings sometimes outside the mosque or whatever. There's a little lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. whatever y'all know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. and people just kind of hanging out in a circle talking i find those 
uh, very difficult to be a part of, you know, meaning that people like they're in IT or an engineer or a doctor or whatever. They, I'm not hating on anybody. It's just different in the sense where it's just like, they're not, dude, they don't care. They don't, they don't, they don't have, they, 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 they're just, they're happy with it. For the most part, I'm generalizing a little bit, but most, uh, in my dude, opinion, I want you to be raw and real with me, yeah. bro. Just say most, what you want to say. Yeah. Well, no, look, most people like, I'll just, let's just use IT as an example, right? They don't care, bro, what the company's doing. They're making good money. They're getting paid well. They got their Toyota minivan. Um, you know, they get, they, they're planning their next vacation. They don't really care what they're doing. It, their, their work doesn't have a lot of meaning to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so when we talk in a circle, look, there, there's nothing to really talk about. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're yeah. talking about what the new halal restaurant is or this or that. I'm like, I don't really care. Like all the respect, like I don't really care that they just opened a new, you know, halal burger joint down the road. Like, like let's talk about something like how are we making the world a better place? Like how are we making an impact? Like, are we building a mosque here? We're building a well, like what's happening. And they want to talk about like where the best burgers or whatever. Right. And I'm not hating. I'm just, here, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why do I do what I do is because we're all gifted and uh, what is the purpose of us being in this world? It is to do good and to spread good. Mm-hmm. So like entrepreneurs, no matter what you're good at, you're either good at like helping people get healthier, wealthier, or in better relationships, right? For example, these are three main sectors, but you mm-hmm. may you're really improving the quality of life. Dude, when I was fat, life sucked. Like, dude, mm-hmm. I was fat, 60 pounds heavier than I am. It sucked, sucked. Confidence was down, didn't fit in any good clothes. It, it, it was slow, no energy, sucked. I paid, I paid a lot of money to, to, to get into shape. Damn, bro. Those, and, and life's so much better, right? So those people helped me. Like, and honestly, like I, when I was fat, I never made any impact. I never helped anybody. I never made it. Bro, like now, alhamdulillah, like I'm saying this to inspire, not to show off, but like, please, alhamdulillah, man, we've built eight mosques. We've built Amazing, countless water wells. We've given the gift of vision to countless blind people. We've sponsored countless orphans. We've fed countless people. A lot of people don't like it when I say these things. Oh, you're not supposed to say that in Islam. Well, dude, go do your research, right? Mm. Um, but the thing is, I'm not saying it to show off. I'm saying it to inspire mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that, dude, like there's no cap on the impact and income you can make as an entrepreneur. You know what yeah. I mean? Within reason. So my, my thing is this. You're all good at something. And if I'm helping people, for example, like who help people get healthier and I'm helping you get to a broader audience and get like, Instead of like right now, without me, you're helping one or two people get healthier mm-hmm. and change their lives. But with me, maybe you're helping a hundred, a thousand people, mm-hmm. and you get, end up getting one of these trophies from me. Like that's pretty freaking cool that I got to use my gift to help you spread your gift because that's impact. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I do what I do is to help people because most dude business is like it's not like you wake up and you. It's, it's like my it's been pretty cool. I have a one year old son. And it's been pretty cool to watch him. Um, he's my third child and I don't know, maybe I was busier for the first two. I don't know, but like, uh, uh, maybe uh, my memory's not that great to be honest with you, but it's been so cool, man. He's like my best friend to be honest with you. Um, it's been so cool. And you know, it's really crazy. They're honestly a lot like puppies. It's crazy. It's the first time I've realized this. It's pretty nuts. But, um, to watch him evolve every day, like his first word, his first crawl, his first, you know, uh, the first time he gripped food, the first time he went hand to mouth to eat his food, the first time he held the bottle by himself. We, I didn't teach him anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. On his own, he learned how to take a step and crawl and all these things naturally. Bro, business is not like that at all. 
Mm. Like business is no joke. Like, dude, the average yeah. person has no idea how to run a business. Yeah, mm. here's here's the thing. Here's the problem. The average person has a talent. Yeah, they're gonna help somebody get healthier, wealthier, better relationship, whatever. But you have no idea how to wrap a business around that. You can help change the world, but you have no idea how to get your message out there. And that's that's what we do is help you wrap a business around your gift so that you can impact uh, millions, make millions, impact millions. And we say make millions because it's just the markety thing that people like to hear it and they want to make it and stuff. But I don't, I don't really care to be completely honest with you. I'm about the impact, um, and so that's that's what that's what this game's all about for me. I love it, bro. What's your? I want to ask you because every single person really has a framework. You talked a little bit about it previously, but for you, for our entrepreneurs listening to this, what are the main areas? You know, you, you mentioned them. You mentioned the traffic. You mentioned the funnel. You mentioned sales. Yeah. Um, so, what are the main areas that you tend to work on, focus on with your clients, yeah. and refine? And those are the ones that really move the needle. Yeah. Well, you know, to give a little caveat, I, I primarily primarily work with high ticket entrepreneurs. So people who charge good money for their services, like like my specialty, although we've helped people in everything, but like, you know, if you sell, you know, 50 cent pens and you want to sell a billion of them, like that's not exactly my specialty. Yeah. Um, my specialty is like, you know, you help people in a big way and you charge them a lot of money. The fundamentals are very simple, bro. First of all, what most people don't know how to do is uh, present themselves, uh, craft their offer, right? So for example, say I always use weight loss because it's just, I don't know. I don't know why I just naturally do, but... Um, so, for example, most people say, yeah, hey, I'm a weight loss coach. Well, that message sucks. And no wonder you don't have any clients because that's yeah. like the worst message ever. It's super generic and you just blend into the crowd. Mm -hmm. All right. So instead of saying you're a weight loss coach, what about this? Um, I help out of shape dads lose some weight so they finally have enough energy to play with their kids. Because mm -hmm. now if I'm a fat dad sitting at home who, who's like getting guilted by my wife and my mother-in-law that you never play with your kids, you don't have any energy. And, and I'm, and I feel, or I see, and I feel bad. And then I see your ad and you're like, Hey, I help out of shape dads get enough energy to play with their kids. I'm like, I need that. I need that. Your mm. message. And, and the average person cannot do this, by the way. Um, your message needs to, and that, that's why you have people like myself who can help you with that. But your message needs to be so good that when your ideal client hears that, they're like, Oh my God, I need that now. Like they're mm -hmm. really they're pay, they're ready to pay you right now. So yeah. that's first and foremost, 99% of people, your offer sucks, right? Okay. Then you have your offer. Um, sorry, man. I use like, I'm, I'm not, I don't use the most conservative language. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, right? you're good. You're I'm good. Keep... Calm down a little bit. Is that all no, right? no, 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 this, I'm loving this, bro. Please yeah, keep going. I don't say the F word. I'm like, I'm, I'm like PG-13. <laughs> this well, is no, perfectly fine, PG bro. It's... Well, um, maybe. I've well, seen the statistics. We cater to 20 plus, so we're good to go. Okay. All right. Well, no, I swear. I don't off camera. I don't, I don't swear that. I don't really swear that much. Maybe in my mother tongue a little bit, but anyway, um, here's the thing. Um, yeah. So you have your offer. Mm -hmm. Um, where does your offer take them to take them to your website or funnel? Okay. Your website or yeah. funnel, bro, you need ethical. I've distilled it down to five ethical principles of persuasion, right? Are you a likable authority in your page? Mostly not. People have like some weird, goofy, old, twenty-year-old picture of themselves saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm Mike or I'm Abdullah or whatever." Right? Okay, like you need a nice picture, <laughs> and like, like I'll give you, I, I had one client, and he's like, he says, "Hi, I'm Abdullah." I'm like, "Bro, you're not a, you're not Abdullah. You're a doctor, Abdullah. You're a doctor. Why aren't you telling people that? Like, that's like a lot of trust and authority. A lot mm. of people are shy. Like when you're when you're Trying to sell something is not the time to be shy. Okay, shy is a nice Islamic concept, and I'm not saying to be bo uh, boastful, 
and you shouldn't be, but like you should tell the truth. You're a doctor and it's important to tell people the truth. So, you know, you got likable authority. You got scarcity. Most people don't have any scarcity. You got to give them a reason to, to buy now because they got 4,000 distractions a day. Social proof. Can't just have some, and people have the worst social proof in the world. There's some screenshot of some guy. Hey, working with Abdullah is great. I'm picking on him. I'm just making up a name, by the way. Hey, working with Abdullah was a lot of fun. That's meaningless. Working with Abdullah changed my entire life. I didn't really believe it at first because because um, I have such a busy schedule. I didn't think that I'd even have time. He made got me so he got me such results in such a little time. I just cannot believe this. So now mm -hmm. if I'm reading this and I'm a busy professional and I read them like okay, this guy can help me too. Like mm -hmm. everything is every little piece, bro, is an orchestra. This is a this is a mastery. That's why you have so many people fail, bro. It's because it's like you it's like the average Joe from off the street walks into a Hollywood studio where they're filming an Oscar, you know, master class movie, right? Where the music is perfect and the top musicians in the world, the fil the, the filming equipment's the best in the world. The script is written by the best scriptwriter out there. They they have some of the finest actors on the planet. You have some of the best locations on the planet. And some average Joe walks on set and just starts, yeah, all right, cool, I'll be in this movie. Ah, yeah, the boy was uh, walking down in the zoo and the da 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 It's going to suck. Yeah. Like, the, and that's the problem. The average person is trying to build a business. Well, it doesn't work like that, bro, because it's deep, deep, deep ethical principles of persuasion. Every single piece in a business from the offer to the ad to the ethical principles of persuasion in the funnel website to the sales process, it's all deeply orchestrated and um, is, in fact, I mean, when you dive deep, pretty complex. Now, of course, we have distilled it and made it a hell of a lot simpler and given you a system to plug into. Um, but the reality, and I think that's why a lot of people fail is they just try to do it on their own. Bro, mm -hmm. if I went to my house right now, there's some like light bulbs that are out for some reason. Um, if I go into my house right now and try to do some electric work, my house is going to go on fire. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Don't do that. And that's what everyone's doing in their business right now. You're trying to do, you're trying to be somebody you're not like do what you do best and outsource the rest. And don't mm -hmm. tell me you can't afford to outsource it because then you like my dad told me, bro, like you understand something like. My dad came to New York in the 70s, to New York in the 70s with no money. It was snowing. There's a big Lincoln town car stuck in the snow. Him and his brother sat on the trunk to put weight on that car, and it got unstuck from the snow, right? If you don't live in a country with snow, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway. <laughs> I live in Montreal, so I, I have a, a, a very good idea. <laughs> okay. The driver comes out of the car and gives my dad and his brothers a dollar. My dad says, this is the greatest country in the world. You can never go hungry, <laughs> right? So uh, the job of an entrepreneur is to create something out of nothing. If you can't make money without money, you're not going to make money with money. I can promise you that. My, take a look at my brother, man. My brother's got a really big company. He did $50 million last year. He had this mindset problem years ago. He, he was in a, in a business that wasn't working. He's like, it's not working because I don't have money. I need a lot of money to make this business work. I need a lot of money to make this business work. That's why mm -hmm. and he never made it work. Him and I started a mattress company with nothing, bro. We were selling used mattresses on Craigslist. Okay. Made a little bit of money from that. Printed lawn signs um, saying $99 mattresses. Go to the Walmart parking lot when the security guard drove this way. We would quickly put the lawn signs up in the law in the Walmart park in the in the Walmart parking lot because you're not allowed to do that. We were it was a long time ago. We were kids. Uh, made a little bit of money from that. Hosted, went to bought a, 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 a radio spot at an Indian show. 
talked about sleep, made a little money from that. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, from nothing to 50 million a year. And that's entrepreneurship is, is making something out of nothing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you're asking what it takes to be an entrepreneur. It's like, that's what it takes, bro, is that grit, that determination, that like no excuses, make something out of nothing, that desperation, that obsession. Like, um, 99% of people are not capable of this. Like, let's, like, I mean, take a look at the stats. Most people go into business, go out of business. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, this is the reality of it. I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Akbar. Look, man, what can you give us as because we've been? Um, we, I mean, I'm diving so deep into this conversation. I'm so enamored by what you're saying that I'm losing track of time. But I want to yeah. respect the time that you have. What can you give us as? Or, or this is a better question. It's one that I ask many of the guests that come on the show. If you could meet the younger version of you that was 18 years old, that was about to go wow. through the journey of adulthood and every wow. up and down that you would go through, you're able to tell him one thing. You're able to look at him and tell him one piece of advice. What would you tell him? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think one of the top things that I would tell people is be extremely mindful of your environment. Be extremely protective of your environment. What do I mean by that? Well, like I told you, I was really fat before. Uh, what was my environment? I'd be at McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King every day. That was my environment. I switched my environment to Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, so on and so forth. What happened? Lost 60 pounds. Mm -hmm. I used to party with rock star animals uh, all the time. And when I was in that environment, what was I? A, a loser. Started hanging out with successful people. Uh, I became successful. I... Um, used to hang out with people who didn't pray uh, in that environment. What was the result? I never prayed. Changed my environment to hang out with people who prayed. Guess what? I, I now I pray five times a day. Um, so I be very mindful what you put in your mouth, who you hang out with, what you're listening to, because these you are who you hang out with. Uh, and, and I screwed up many of my years hanging out with the wrong crowd. Um, so you know, I have a late start, bro. Like I look at all these like millennials crushing. I'm like, I just started five years ago. You know I mean? Y'all, y'all, you, you know, uh, I'm like, you know, you're all like 25 and you've been doing it for five years. You know what I mean? So it's like, I got a late start in the game and it was because of that. It was because I was not mindful of my environments and I was never God fearing. You know, we never really got into my story, but long story short, like I was, I was not a, I was, a, I was a party animal, crazy party animal guy ended up in the hospital half dead from partying too much. Allah saved me and I went totally clean, dropped all my bad habits, started getting spiritual, prayed five times a day, got really into Islam, changed my entire life. I never had any success before that. Changed my entire life. I got to marry a really great girl who never would have married me if I was, if I was still that party animal. Mm -hmm. um, and, that, and, and, and she helped me a lot too, but I never would have married her uh, if, I was, if I was still in those old environments. Um, and so, yeah, th this is very, very important and, 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 and essential for everyone to bear in mind, I think. Where can we tell people to go if they want your support and, and they want more help, they want to learn from you or get some coaching from you? Um, you can just go to a website that, that no one outside the Muslim community knows how to spell or pronounce, but we still rocked it anyway. Uh, <laughs> and it's just my name, Um But for your audience, I have a gift for them, and that's akbarsheikh.com slash gift. What's the gift? It's a surprise. 
Amazing. I'm so, yeah. so excited for that. We're going to drop it in the episode not, notes, guys. Go and check out the link in the episode notes. If you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the description. If you're if you're a Spotify or Apple, it'll be in the episode notes. AkbarSheikh.com, S-H-E-I-K-H.com slash gift. And make sure to go and sign up for that. Brother, this was an absolute masterclass of an episode. I loved every minute of it. I want to bring you back on, inshallah, and do Please. this more often with you. But um, I really just enjoyed every minute. I know people are going to benefit. And I thank oh, you wow. so much for being so raw and authentic with everything you shared today. Thank you for that. Inshallah. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Thank you so much. And you guys know the drill, guys. Make sure to subscribe to the episode, rate and review if you like and enjoy this episode and the podcast in general. And make sure to follow us, Omar Printer, on all social media platforms. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.